beautiful humans. Welcome to episode 337 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you. If you play Magic the Gathering, whether you're sitting at home jamming some arena or you headed out to your local game store this past weekend for your core set 2020 pre-release. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, like Megan said, we're going to talk about the M20 pre-release oh, and yeah. our first impressions of this brand new Magic format. We're going to talk about how much I got my butt kicked by Elementals over the weekend trying to play some standard. Yeah, new, new decks and standard are yeah. shaking up the format. I'm over here just trying to mind my own business and Omnath is messing me up. It's grabby little hand is getting yes. on in there. Gosh. I hate that grabby little hand. So do I. Which is, it's like, it's arena. We're talking about it's arena. Animation. Um, animation. Is it like, it's a little flame hand that comes up and grabs the Ooh, creature. it's so rude. It's so rude. And speaking of arena, a bunch of new animations with the new set. Yes. <laughs> which is what I'm personally excited about. <laughs> yeah. Classic that's, Maria. It's pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, we're going to talk about that stuff. And we're going to have a very special guest on the show. Oh, we're very excited. Magic Von Expert is back. Yes. Magic Expert. Magic Von Expert, who has been on the show twice before. Yes. And, you know, he has some really awesome stuff to tell us about. It is top secret. You would not have heard about it up until now. No, breaking news. It is. Yeah, it is very, very exciting. All we want to tell you is you do not want to miss the segment. No, absolutely not. it's amazing. It really is. (laughs) And you specifically want to watch the video version of our podcast. Please do. Because the images that he's going to use are uh, not to be missed. Very important. Very important to his points. Yes, let's put it that way. But before we dive into the show, an enormous thank you to everyone who supports us and keeps the show alive and happening and something that exists in this world is everyone who supports the show on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. That's right. And not only are you keeping the show alive and coming into your earwaves, uh, you also get us access to stuff like our really awesome discord channel it's great where people post so many pictures of their pets it's adorable and amazing it just re- revives yes. your faith in humanity if going you want to discord. talk about any magic format there are people on there talking about modern people talking about standard how to get better at draft it's great if you have a life question they'll help you out yes honestly. it's true you so. can ask life questions we even have a board game section yeah um if you're a fan of our board game reviewer yeah. nicholas nicholas or just board game reviews in general yeah uh we by the way our board game channel is so awesome if you love if you love magic chances are you like board games and not to toot our own horn but toot freaking toot because <laughs> we review the best games toot, out there freaking toot. and we just reviewed a great one this monday called yes. space park yes which maria keeps calling space prank space prank space park spark park whatever <laughs> you know it's some kind of name like that spork park <laughs> spork pork you can check yeah, it'd be a great game. You can check it out on youtube.com slash GLHF board games. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a really fun, really beautiful art. It's like an 80s futuristic arcade and you go around and try and collect yeah. experience points. Anyway, it's super a fun. Playthrough. Yeah, we do a playthrough. So Megan and I sit down with Nicholas and actually play the game, yeah. which will help you learn it if you want to learn it um, and then teach your friends. It's it's great. Yeah. yeah. So all of that is included in your Patreon subscription. We don't have a separate Patreon for the board game stuff. No. So all of our stuff that we make is included under that banner um so it really means a lot to us to help support all of our content and it'll make you feel great too supporting creators that you love yeah 
Thank you also to our sponsor, Card Kingdom. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. You can say good luck, have token in your order. Yes. And you can get a sick double-sided Maria and Megan token. Are you feeling more Maria today? You feel more Megan today. You can flip it right on over. That's right. And that's in addition to the fact that they just have the fastest shipping of anywhere and tons of awesome products. Yeah, they've got a great section. Uh, if you have a favorite color in Magic, you can go in and get a pin that's really beautiful. Um, enamel pin that's like representing your favorite color of the color pie. You can get a mug with some art of that color on. Oh. You can find some cool decks that are beginner decks you can use to help your friends learn the game that are based around that color. You um, know, the cool. Magic Survey is open right now on Daily MTG, and there's a section where it's like, what are your two favorite colors? And it's like, first choice, second choice. And they let you answer the same for both of them, <laughs> I discovered. You can just say blue and then Great. blue again. I think, is that what you did? Oh, obviously. <laughs> what do you think I chose? Ooh, great question. Um, wow. You're so you're so color flexible. That's that is accurate. And yeah. when I you know, sometimes I surprise myself with my answers in there. Okay. I think that your first answer was black and your second answer was Ooh. green. Well, you're you're right on my second answer. It was green. Okay. My first answer was white. Oh. And this actually I think fits because when we made planeswalker versions of each other, yeah. I was a Naya. That's right. So, which I think is probably All as right. close as we're going to get. I feel pretty good about getting green correct. Yeah. I could feel it. You knew. Yeah. You knew. I knew it. But you can take that um, quiz. You can, <laughs> it's not a quiz, survey on Daily MTG. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll also put a link in the show notes and let Magic just know, like, what sets you want to head back to, uh, what content you like, what colors you like. And yeah, yeah. you can you can help Magic become blue better. Blue and blue. <laughs> talk about magic course at 2020 that's right so i played some sealed online over the weekend and you went to a pre-release that's not true though. that's not true <laughs> never mind i, I lied uh, i lied big time I, I never could. mind <laughs> uh what happened is we couldn't uh, call me megan big time liar there weren't enough people there no this is this is awkward yeah wow well so this actually is something that i wanted to talk about yeah about magic course at 2020 mm -hmm. i also played on arena so yeah. i have some basis of things i'm going to say my opinions don't come out of my butt uh, they come out of my head and my butt <laughs> um but this is the brian david marshall pro tour historian and wonderful human being tweeted this weekend hey he went to a pre-release he's like should we still be doing calling these pre-releases because they're not pre-releases anymore right yeah it's out on arena beforehand it's been on arena for three for to four three days, days three days before the pre-release happened so a lot of people already have played a jammed bunch of arena games mm -hmm. and know how to play with the cards know mm -hmm. what cards might be better than other cards and so like yes it's the first time you can play it in paper but it's yeah. not really a pre-release anymore do you know what? I uh, This is my gut reaction. It's going to be a hot take. Let's hear it. It should not be on Arena earlier than it is in a pre-release. Yeah, I mean, I agree, actually. Yeah. I think that he said his idea was, why don't we just make this a tournament, right? Yeah. It's, just, it's a new tournament. Give Let people play with the cards mm -hmm. for the first time in their commander decks or whatever and give prizes. And um, I can't fault him for this reason i like that's yeah it's just not a pre-release anymore i yeah. i still love going to these events but i know i already know what i should be doing mm -hmm. at least a little bit because i played a bunch online yeah or have you know be able to draft it or whatever yeah. at every store so yeah i think that we just need to either move the pre-release back stop putting it on arena early yeah or something because it's kind of sad like i agree it's just not the same i want 
I, like I want to support my local store. Exactly. That's the most important part to me. Yes. Is it's the time that I go out to my local store. I play. I get to see everybody in my community. I, you know, I have a good time. And that to me is just so important. It's an yeah. important part of it. Um, and notwithstanding, like the fact that we're all in the same boat when yeah. we get there. And I don't have an advantage over people who have not played the set already. Like they exactly. only show up to play paper events, which yeah. for them, yes, it is a true pre-release. Exactly. But it's that, not and for that's me. Legit. And it should be, yeah, everyone should be on equal footing. That's mm-hmm. what the pre-release is about. Exactly. It's about experiencing the set together for the first time. Yeah. So I don't know what needs Make to be done. Make the pre-release a pre-release again. <laughs> That's what, essentially what we're saying yes. here. Yeah, and it was tough because it was July 4th weekend, all right? Yeah. So a lot of people weren't in town. Also, it's a core set, which isn't yeah. as popular as a new set or whatever. But still, it's very disappointing. And I feel like it made sense back when Arena was still way, way newer, and it was like trying to get people over there. And it, But now it's just like, no. Yeah. Don't do that. Most people, yeah. most, most people who are going to play Arena this. are already on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Get, I don't know. You know. Figure it out, please. Agree. Because I want this. Uh, I want the old excitement that I had going to a pre-release yeah. when it was a true pre-release. Yes. Um, and do you yeah. know what? And here's the honest truth is because I can't. All, like there was a section of time where like I couldn't make pre-releases um, because I always had like a school event on literally that same weekend. Yeah. Uh, you're like you remember this yeah, this period of time. Mm-hmm. I missed a bunch of them in a row, and I was super bummed. But at the same time, I realized like I get it. Sometimes where people are like, I can't make it to the pre-release. Like that really sucks. And it's like, yeah, but uh, like okay, this one time you're not gonna be able to make it, and then you can play it online a, a couple of days then, later. Uh, then I I think that's where Arena steps in. Exactly. And that becomes the pre-release. And it's like oh okay on Monday arena. yeah like on Monday you can hop on arena and you can play it then yeah. and you're not waiting a whole bunch of extra time you're waiting just a couple of days and that's worth it to get like to get people out and supporting the community in the game store yeah so I agree so yeah that um I think arena's offered us a whole new world in a bunch of ways and we're just adjusting to that in a in a bunch of ways too yeah and this is a thing a thing I th- personally feel should be adjusted yeah um but yeah let's Agreed. actually talk about let's talk about it because M20. you and I yeah. Have differences of opinion. We do. We found this wow. out when Megan just said something yeah. before we started rolling. So going into this weekend, <laughs> we've been kind of looking at this corset and being like, oh, this looks more exciting than M19 was. Yeah, for sure. Last year. Um, 100%. And do you know what? And I was excited to play it. And do you know what? I'll admit, playing Sealed, I was kind of bored. <laughs> I got to ask you this follow-up question. Okay. Uh, how many Seals do you play? Just one. Okay. Because I wasn't, after the first one, I wasn't interested in playing it anymore. Was your pool no good, do you think? Or was it average? It was very average. What what colors were you? I played blue-white flyers. Um, I don't, I'm trying to remember what rares that I had. My rares were like, uh, Like whatever. Not outstanding. Yeah, exactly. Like I think I had, you know, in those colors that I chose, I had two, two to three playable rares. Sure. Um, Nothing that was like a, a big time bomb. And... Yeah, I just kind of went with like I went with a classic blue white flyers strategy, classic. which was solid and not outstanding. And all of the games just were like, well, this is very straightforward magic. Wow, this is so fun. The reason we have a difference of opinion is I have a complete opposite experience of this. Oh wow, okay, um, tell me about it. Okay, so I uh, went up to my cab- family's cabin for the Fourth of July, and at a certain point before we hit critical mass of people who are going up to this lake and jam the cell towers, yeah. there's a window of time when your internet will work. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I was stealing internet onto my computer through somebody else's phone who had a different service provider that had a little bit more access to the tower than I did. And I sat down. I was like, oh, my God, I can play arena for this yeah. couple hours of the night when I arrived. And I was so ecstatic because what's better than sitting on a porch playing arena like at a cabin, like almost nothing. And so I was just out of this world happy and I opened a great pool which was blue red with the teenage Chandra yeah was helping me out and we had some of those temple flyers the tutu hasty flyer mm-hmm. and uh, and this kind of stuff and it was just it was just a you know you're a good temple strategy which is another strategy that I really like in magic so this was in my wheelhouse and I free rolled that into another sealed into another sealed into another sealed into another sealed hot day that's five in a row um which i maybe this is one of the reasons i liked it so much because it's like i'm winning yeah (laughs) i can't stop playing um and uh then the internet went out and i was done um but uh that was quite a few in a row and i was also avoiding my family (laughs) so sorry Guys playing so much arena. Um, but no, I, I had a great time. The reason I think I liked it is because I thought the bombs are pretty good. Like there's a control magic on a stick, but it has cost seven mana. Um, and yeah. that was one of my rares in my first tournament, um, first sealed. But I didn't think they were too good. The yeah. Cavaliers, the cycle, those cards mm-hmm. are great. Yeah. I still don't think they're too good. Yeah. In a game, I defeated two planeswalkers from my opponent. That can only be done if I think the situation is is okay. And I mean that's a yeah. big Chandra I'm talking and about. And I guess I'm not talking about I don't think that the that the format is unbalanced. Bad. No, I don't think that it's bored. unbalanced. I think it's boring. <laughs> I think it's so much more interesting than M19 though. I think it's I think it's the same. I think that they are both core sets and they are both just <laughs> right like nothing it's and do you know what? It's fine. I'm also fine with the fact that it's kind of what I expect of a core set. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. I know that like really exciting sets that come around are for more experienced players. Exactly. And they're not core sets. I appreciate that these are sets that are very easy to turn people onto to be like, hey, start playing the game with this. Go to this pre-release or play some play some sealed with this core set. And it's going to be a great like jumping off point. Yeah. I don't need it to be for me. No. Um, I don't know. I just didn't have the, I just wasn't bored playing it. I don't know what ha- happened. Fair enough. I, don't, I can't explain it because I definitely was bored playing M19. Yeah. That's for sure. When the flashback drafts happen yeah. and stuff, I'm like, just like, oh, gosh, this is no good. So I don't, I don't yeah. know what's happening. I do think that the draft, I did, I've done one draft of it so far and that was slightly more interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, draft but it was still better. not like and it's yeah like i said like i think that i like i won enough gems and packs to i could have just run back another sealed and i just was like i'm gonna go play standard (laughs) wow yeah (gasps) right that's kind of incredible yeah but um i'm trying to think if i want to say anything about about strategy about stuff so far but sealed is kind of like a mixed bag flyers are a pretty are Classic, Classic core flyers set. are great. Exactly. And that, that's a returning theme for core sets. I, I think is that I... you just come down to like, yeah, really the classic good th- strategy. Yeah. This is going to be sound like a no brainer what I'm about to say. But I think at every point in every game when I was like, I have inevitability and I'm going to win. And if I want to achieve inevitability, all I have to do is uh, through card advantage. If I can at, in the game of M20, these sealed games, have more cards than my opponent and 
rob them of resources in their hand, then that was how I generally felt like I was going to win. Yeah. And when it was the other way around, I didn't win. Yeah. So whatever that means to you. Drawing cards is making good. Making sure you have a lot of cards, value towning them out yeah. uh, with just good blocks, making sure you survive to the late game or whatever it is. That's when I found um, yeah. that I was winning. Which is like, duh, first of all. <laughs> but it's not, that, that strategy is not always the, the case yeah. in every set. It is something that takes you back to fundamentals. For sure. Right? Of like, oh, if you have a 2-2 two, two and they have a 2-2, two, two, don't trade them if you're about to play a 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. Um, because then you're just going to be able to freely block that 2-2. Two, two. But And stuff like that. Speaking of heading into standard... Let's talk a little bit about new standard because it's the Wild West once again. Holy Get on your horse cow. and cowboy yeah. up. So I, like I said, I just swapped over to playing standard. And since I don't have a lot of rare card, like wild cards right now, yeah. I was just like, I'll just play something that I have. And what I landed on of all of the different, all of the different decks that I have from like this past six months of format yeah. was I was, I ended up playing my Esper Super Friends deck. Great deck. Um, I love it. It's L- a great deck. Little Teferi, um, big Teferi. Exactly. It was having the most success by far of all of the different things that I cycled myself through. I mean, the old decks are still good. Yeah, exactly. And that one was one I think that had kind of fallen off, but it, I managed to do all right with it. But Maria, we know what we're not talking about. That's right. We haven't said it yet, but those Oof. elementals. The big baddie in the room, elementals. That's right. I played against so many elementals decks. Risen Reef. Risen Reef. What a card. People just, it is a must kill. You have to get rid of it. And it's so funny because it doesn't look like that on its surface. No, it's a 1-1 one, one for one green blue. And when Risen Reef or another elemental you control enters the battlefield, you look at the top card of your library. If it's a land, you put it into play. And if it's not, you put it into your hand. You just draw Like it. no matter what, you get that card. That's yeah. what is so mind boggling to me. Yeah. It's just super good. It's better than draw a card because if it's a land, it goes into play. Yeah. And this in elemental synergies, sometimes like you're are, already this thing is an elemental. Yes. So then you're just doubling down on your Omnath nonsense. Exactly. Or times when they had the teenage Chandra, one red, red. Yeah. And her second zero ability says you get two, one, one yeah, red so elementals. Get elementals. And it triggers Double that trigger. Risen Reef twice. Yeah, it does. They're going to draw two cards off of your Chandra, off of their Chandra activation. It's absurd. That deck, I the first time I saw it, I was like, <laughs> "This is funny. Cute. Like, yeah, cute. Someone's doing an elementals tribal deck." Yeah. And then by like <laughs> the third or fourth time that it was just oh wait a second that it was just running me over. I was like, "Never mind." This deck is the real deal. This is real. It is 100% real. It's yeah. 100% very good. Mm-hmm. And Risen Reef is the new hotness. It's everywhere. Yep. And then Omnath comes in Omnath. can deal damage to anything. Grabby hand. Exactly. So it can deal it to another creature. If they need to get a creature out of the way, it can deal damage just to your opponent's face. Yeah. And Teenage Chandra, not to gloss over her. She's yeah. really good. She's a great card. And people, yeah, I mean, she might not seem super great, but no, she is great. She is so, yeah. And there's not an really ideal spectacular. version of this deck out there yet. Not yet. Nobody knows what the correct build mm-hmm. is. So a bunch of different decks uh, exist right now in the elemental space. Yeah. Some are all in on elementals, which are my personal favorite because like go big or go, go home. Okay. Uh, yeah. I love a good theme deck, <laughs> which will come up in a few minutes. But uh, also people are building it into mass manipulation, Bant ramp decks yes or excuse me not teamer ramp and my favorite one yes i'm going to talk about now omniscience combo okay what's this one so omniscience is an enchantment uh that was reprinted 
yeah this in this corset past um and so let's see um let me you've got to find it. the build of it Oh, yeah, omniscience. here we go. Okay, so what does this thing? Okay, do? so omniscience. Oh wait, never mind. It was in it was in M nineteen. M nineteen. Seven blue, blue, blue for an enchantment. You may cast spells from your hand without paying their mana costs. Seems good. Exactly, but ten mana, right? Yeah. But then this uses flood of tears. Okay. Which is the new sorcery for four <laughs> blue, blue, um, that says return all non-land permanents to their owner's hands. Oh. If you return four or more permanents you control to your hand this way you, put- you can put a permanent into play okay so this is so you have you cast that you bounce at least four things okay. of yours back to your hand and you put omniscience into play and then you just with all of the <laughs> like because this also this Great. these decks play like four risen reef leaf can druids all of these different things that I make elementals it. they're just going to then draw the rest of their deck and combo you out <laughs> As soon as they have it this online, you're done for. I love it. Yes. This is so weird. It is, it is so good. It is It is so weird. I really like it. Um, and this one, you know, people are still all over with the with the correct build of this. So, so who knows? But like, is Risen Reef even good in this? Um, yes. Because there's, there's not a lot of elementals here. Um, Leafkin Druid is an elemental. Which one is that? Uh, that is the one in a green for an O2 defender that taps for green. If you have four or more creatures, oh, yeah, it taps right. for green, green. Okay. That's what I thought it was, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Weird. Um, so that one is, and the version, the one that we're looking at right now that went 5-0. From Pika Power on yes. MTGO. Um, is not the one that I played against. That one had slightly more elementals. Okay. So, but yeah, like it gets right. It, it ramps you so that you can cast flood of tears earlier. Um, it draws you cards. Yeah. It's fine. Classic. Oh, that's kind of neat. Well, I guess Risen Reef is the new uh, Hydroid Crisis. Yeah. <laughs> I've just put it in everything. Yeah. It's good enough, I guess. Honestly. And do you know what? The one that I played against did have Hydroid Crisis against okay, this Okay, so I might as- just put them yeah. both in there. Just, you know, go, power. go crazy with green and blue. And it has... Um, or not even Teamer. The new... So there's a new, very good anti-blue card. Oh, sure. That the green decks got. Which is, um, it's a single, right? It's a single, single green. green and you draw a card if they've played a blue spell this turn. With a blue, if I played blue or black, blue I want to say. Blue or black, I think, yeah. Um, and then you and permanence you control gain hexproof. Yeah. It's so good. Why is that good? Well, you try and thought erasure them. You can't. <laughs> you try and kill their creature. You can't. Yes. Get out of your thought erasure. It's rough. I'm done with you. It's real rough. Okay. That's so kind of good. Go. Anyways. Wow. Yeah, that deck is... I'm very excited to see where that deck goes. Okay, that's great. Yeah. I have been playing a fun new deck as well. Yeah, tell us about it. So this deck is from a friend of the show, William Hugh Jensen, and he used it to rock it up to, I want to say, he got third in in the Mythic Ladder with this, and it's Vampires! Oh, Maria, you love your vamps. I love my vamps, and I've played my vamps a lot, but they never have been tier one, so I was always like, when will Vampires have its day? Well, it might be right now, and uh, we'll see if this deck is around for the long haul, Mm -hmm. but it's it's pretty cool, and it it plays the new Soren, Imperious Bloodlord. Mm-hmm. And uh, this Soren's pretty great because it has two pluses. Comes in uh, for three mana, yep. and you can plus it to either sacrifice one of your vamps and deal three to any target, gain three life as well, which is great, really yeah. good. And the fact 
fact that that is a plus is kind of mind-boggling to me. Same. And you can also minus three, or it comes in with four loyalties, so you're fine, uh, to put a vampire from your hand onto the battlefield. Yeah. I had someone use that to put a Vona into play. Yeah, put Vona in. On turn three. Um, It's absurd. You can put the the five-mana one, Champion Champion? of Dusk. Yes, which draws you cards based on the number of vampires you control, which is absurd because at that point, you probably have at least two because it's a very aggressive deck and you're playing your one drops. Like you've just got your, the new one, uh, Knight of the Ebon Legion, I want to say, is is very strong, which you you can, once they have lost four life on a turn, it gets a counter on it and then it starts growing and it gets out of control. Or you've just played your your normal cards that have been in vampires for basically forever. Um, So yeah, I think this deck's really, really, really fun. Yep. plays both Sorens, the version that I have. Um, and it's just just your um, average beatdown deck, but I guess it's not so average because the Soren card really is very, very flexible. Yeah. And you get, start getting an engine if you're able to flip your Legion's Landing and sacrifice and do damage to stuff and, um, you know, just pump them all up. You've got your Vampire Lords in there. You've got your <laughs> Vamps that are flying. Yeah. You've got all the Vamps you could ever need. And nice. so if Huey can make it good, maybe I can make it some, some, some at good. That's all I have to say about that. Well, I can't wait to talk about Standard more next week once we see where the format's going a little I bit. I know. I'm I so excited. I am very excited, excited to, to keep hitting that Standard ladder and see what's what. So if you have a super cool deck that you've discovered in the Standard format, please tweet it at us at, uh, what's our Twitter? GLHF Magic. <laughs> That's wow. it. I had a brain fart there. Uh, tweet, yeah, tweet us because I want to see what you've been playing and if having success with. Don't tweet your bad deck at me, okay? Come on. You can tweet your bad deck at, <laughs> at us. Yeah, you can. That's totally fine. Because I played against some goblins decks that looked bad. Didn't seem bad, actually. Yeah. Seemed pretty good. So, yeah, new, new world of standard and let us know what you think is good. We have a very special treat for you on this show. Friend of the show and magic expert, Magic Von Expert. The magic expert is here again. Welcome, Magic wow. Von Expert. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be back on Good Luck High Five. You know, I think this is my third time yes, on the podcast. And it is. It's just a just a treat. Absolutely. We love having you here. Um, in the past, you've talked to us about the upcoming set and you've had some preview cards. Yes, that's right. I, oh, I unfortunately don't have any preview cards today to show it you. It makes uh, sense. The set just came out, but you're here to talk to us about something else completely different. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I work on a lot of creative endeavors yes. uh, over mm-hmm. with Wizards yes. of the Coast. So, yeah. You um, have insider information. Absolutely. Right. So for those of you who don't know me, I am a connoisseur of magic, which is one level higher than doctorate. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I have a lot of inside knowledge because I work directly with the teams at, at Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. I've heard that you've worked with literally every single person there. That's right. Yeah. I actually use a mind palace to remember everyone's names. Oh, oh that's incredible. Wow. Hey, what's my name? Mm. I just want to see the mind palace at work, right. everybody. Dog jumping on a chair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Uh huh. Wow. Maria, right? Wow. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. My mind nice. palace is a McDonald's in Sedona. That's incredible. Oh, you know, everyone has different ways mm-hmm. of creating mm-hmm. a mind palace. Right. Yeah. So if you want to check out a little bit more about Magic Von Expert, you can check me out at my blog, Magic's Von Vons. It's a play on words uh, for for my favorite treat, bonbons. Yeah. It's really clever. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and check that out. I also have a Twitter account, uh, Magic Von Expert. I, oh, I, got, yes. the, I got the Makes whole. Sense. I got the yeah. whole Thing. Um, of course, no one else would dare take it from you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Everyone yeah. knows you're highly litigious. Yes. Mm. 
you would you would battle them for it. Right. Yes, I knew what that word meant. Of course, <laughs> I I know you did. I was letting everyone else know <laughs> right for those who, who didn't. Did, yeah. No. yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. So in the past, of course, you've brought us preview cards. You've given us insight into new sets coming out and new mechanics. Uh, this time, we've got a really special treat. Uh, from you because as you may know out there in listener land magic is gonna have a new netflix series yeah. that looks like it's starring we chandra and we're yes. all super we're excited. all very excited yeah. but you've been you've been working on that creatively haven't haven't you yeah yes i have been working on that project okay um it's been really exciting just to see how many talented people really care about producing something for the fans you know something that yeah. they're really going to be happy with a lot um, of people just don't care about the fans you know Right, yeah. yeah, they just want to make something for themselves. But no, this really mm-hmm. this really stays true to what fans might want from, from a character like Chandra. Ooh, can you yeah. give us a little preview of what we could expect on this TV show? Well, what do you know so far? Um, hardly anything. Mm, it's animated. Yeah. It's going to be a series, and sh- it looks like it's starring Chandra. Yeah. Right, yeah, so it is animated. We have a, a very talented team of animators, and it, it sort of goes into like more, more interpersonal drama between her... And uh, the people around her, you know, all the people around around people. Right. You know, the people she interacts with. Yeah. Um, Not specifically, but just in general. Right. Yeah. I mean, Mm. each episode focuses on a different relationship and uh, it's sort of a flashback style. You know, you see how they met or an important important day in their history. Wow. That's That's really impressive. Yeah. Okay. We took a lot of inspiration from Orange is the New Black. Oh, wow. (laughs) She's not in jail, but, you know, they they flash back and they sort of see the story of each character. You know, Orange is the New Black is the first show to ever include flashbacks. Mm -hmm, Yeah, right. Yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they were pioneers for many reasons. Yeah, Genji is a genius. Mm -hmm. So uh, what what else can you what else can you tell us? Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but I I suppose it is time to say that. That show that you've heard about is not the only show coming to Netflix this year <gasps> from Wizards oh and their teams. Gosh. That's oh, right. I'm my so excited. What? Yes, there's going to be oh. even more Netflix series coming from the teams at Wizards, and you should be very excited about them. I actually have holy, some holy teasers God. here today. No way. This is exclusive content. You're about to hear about other additional Netflix series that Wizards of the Coast is making. And they're, and they're premiering this year. Wow. Yeah. So they've already done it. <gasps> yes, they've been in post-production for a long time. I've, I've had a lot of grueling nights doing <laughs> social media yeah. Yeah. and oh, yeah. promotions work yes. for these because they're coming out so soon. Yeah. So excited. Amazing. Um, mm-hmm. well, let's, well, let's take a look at some of them. Oh, absolutely, yes. Okay, so here's the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, I, I just want to get your impressions of them, so I'll have yeah. you read them. Okay, oh, of course. Um, Great. Yeah. Uh, I'll kick things off here with this. Looks like a hit already. Chandra and Lily, spooky teen mystery. Ooh, yeah. Chandra and Liliana are back with another spooky adventure. Can they solve the graveyard mystery before Chandra's family moves away? Well, she has to move oh, away. Yeah, she has to move. She has to move away at the end of the summer, oh, right? So they only have yes. until the end of the summer, and so mm. the graveyard is sort of a metaphor for their relationship and their friendship. You know, oh, can I, it last? Oh, you yeah. Know, and it's so Even interesting that Chandra and Liliana are the two protagonists in this show because you would assume it'd be Chandra and Nissa or something like right, that. Yeah, like, it's sort of like a you know a yang. fire and ice, yeah, yin yeah. and yang scenario, and uh, nice. 
Yeah. Can you believe that they're best friends? No. Yeah, no, absolutely no, not. I, I don't can't. think anyone can. And if you want to see the images for these, because yes. we do have the preview the images. The right, yeah. Directly from the Netflix images, executives. Um, you can you can watch it on YouTube with us. Yeah, our YouTube yeah. channel is uh, youtube.com slash goodluckhigh5. And you're not going to want to miss these because Chandra and Liliana here are played by two teenagers um, in great 90s garb, I've got to yeah. say. Yeah, Chandra, it's a period piece, early 2000s. The fire bucket hat you could buy mm-hmm. at Hot Topic. Right, and Liliana yeah. has like purple trolls hair, <laughs> troll doll hair. The creative team really took a lot of yeah, creative liberties, yeah. but I still think it feels true to the character. Oh, it absolutely it does. does. It really does. Yeah. And, and this can, graveyard is very spooky. And we can post these on uh, on, your, on the Twitter account as yeah, well, right? Absolutely. For, for those listening yes. to the podcast to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, because right. um, this looks like a hit. I'm going to watch it all. I'm going to binge this. Well, yeah. I mean, this is actually this a movie. This is a movie. Oh. Yeah, as you can see, it's an hour and 43 minutes. Oh. Right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I can't yeah. believe they hit that mark. <laughs> There's well, so much looks, content. This looks really good. Yep. So yeah, excited so for that. This is actually a sponsored show. Uh, this is our first oh, sponsored yeah. content. Okay, so it's our announcing next... a new partnership uh, for mm-hmm. Wizards. <laughs> um, this one is War of the Barks. Oh, I'm so excited for this. The because B-A-R-Q apostrophe S. Move over Red Bull. Barks is now sponsoring That's right. well, Magic. In, a, in wow. addition to Red Bull, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, dropping yeah. that sponsor. That's been a tried and true. Um, a group of friends discover they can become planeswalkers, but only for an hour after they drink a crisp, refreshing Barks root beer. <laughs> wow. That is yes. amazing. Right. Can, like, it's can like a you, new Gatewatch. That's right. Exactly like that. Yeah. It's just like that. You know, when you drink something as amazing and crisp and has such a bite to it, like the crisp, refreshing flavor of Barks root beer, uh-huh. yes. you, yeah. you really feel special and powerful, like you might have found the spark inside yourself. The Barks and inside so, yourself, yeah, really. Yeah, exactly, and that's sort of what we wanted to portray here. Wow, I'm I'm very excited. As a big fan of root beer, yes. I can't wait to watch this one. You know what? I love I love a good bark, especially a good bark's root beer mm-hmm. float, but mm-hmm. I would not describe it as not, as either crisp or refreshing, but just generally good. <laughs> I mean, that that's just that's for, directly from their promotions oh, department. Okay. It's the branding yeah, that, that they wanted sense. us to go with. Um, but is, also every time that they want to transform, they do have to say crisp and refreshing. Crisp and refreshing. <laughs> yeah, yes. and then it yeah. happens. Oh, yeah. so, it's amazing. And it's yeah. gonna have lots of fun things happening because what happens when their hour runs out? Do they have another barks in their pocket? Right, right. yeah, it's like a Cinderella yeah. situation. Oh, do can they, someone th- get stuck on a different plane? Right. Oh, that, 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 barks? No spoilers, but that definitely happens. Okay. Oh wow. Okay, All thank right. you for the no spoilers. Yeah. 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 Oh well, right. I'm super excited for this. Is this a is this a series then? Yeah. One yeah, this is, it's one season, but I mean, I'm sure that they're going to leave it on a cliffhanger. And yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and for, a, for a special limited time at, at participating stores, you can buy a special Barks root beer oh. um, that, I mean, it won't actually give you the power of the spark, of well, course, but it, yeah. it will have a, a special print, you know, with some, with some of the Planeswalkers on there. Like oh. around the can? That's right. Yes. Yeah. A special print can. So make sure you don't get your can wet, you know, with its own condensation before you peel that off. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And hang it on your wall. Very cool. Um, wow, our next couple, it looks like, uh, are are featuring the you know the planeswalker that we all just saw. We thought he was taken down, but we're yes, bringing him back. Bringing him back, Nickel Bolas. Great. Um, our very first one is Nickel Bowls, as in the sport of uh, bowling. Yes, yeah, yeah. Nickel yeah, yeah, Bowls. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, it says this team is full of outcasts, but maybe they can win the tri-state tournament with the help of <laughs> of one of the oldest known beings in the multiverse. And I want to I want to point out that the, the, in the art of 
this, the team of outcasts is a bunch of kids. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, yes, of course. It's yeah. like a it's like a bad news bears type oh, show. You know, yeah, where, where like a, a Will Ferrell and kicking and screaming type scenario oh, where okay, he has to yeah. wrangle a bunch of bowling so team kids. So Bolas is the coach. Or yeah. is he on the team? No, 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 no. He's he's okay. the he's okay. the coach. In case yeah. it's not clear. Oh, um, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's the coach, and he's you know he's sort of grizzled and all. Yeah. You know, he's an elder dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And, absolutely. And, right. Actually. Right. And so yeah, so he just has to sort of wrangle them and you know yeah. deal with their personal problems and that's figure out the season. the soul that's in each of them. You know, they yeah. Have a special talent, yeah. You know, one of them uses their glasses to blind the other team when they're bowling and weird stuff like that. Of course, you know he's notoriously tricky, Nicol Bolas. So I, I'm assuming Nickel Bowles, he's going, he's going to, you know, use some of that trickery. Yeah. I want to know if he finds love in Nickel Bowles, like with the, you know, attendant who's giving the shoes out at yeah, the bowling. Yeah, or like one of the moms. The moms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You'll have to tune in to, oh. to find out. He's yeah. been wanting to hatch that this headache for so long. This one looks kid appropriate. Yeah. It does. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's rated PG. In fact, almost all of the content from Wizards is, is, is rated PG. Almost okay. anyone can watch it. You can watch it with your family. You can watch it with your Christian aunt. You can really watch it with anybody. Okay, great. Awesome. <laughs> so little I can watch with her. Yeah. Okay, so that's one option. Now, I, something very exciting, if I understand correctly, viewers of our show, listeners of our podcasts, are going to get to vote on which one of these two shows featuring Nicol Bolas will actually move on to Netflix. The other will be actually, in all of the footage will be destroyed. <laughs> that's right, yeah. yeah. They will, yeah. It, will, it will get burned uh, in, wow. in a ceremonial fire. And so <laughs> you, the the viewers of this podcast wow. are the ones who decide which of these shows wow. gets to make it. So, so there will be, be a Twitter poll that there you'll will post. There will be a Twitter poll. Okay, uh, and, and, and by the end of the poll, uh, we'll decide which one is going to get burned. Yes. And of course, we'll have footage of the burning that, that we'll, yeah. that we'll okay. post later. Yeah, yeah um, so, so yeah, go uh, ahead This and- one <laughs> is Nicole Bolas. <laughs> Um, that's B O W space L A S S. Uh, Nicole. Yeah, so, so all together, Bolas. Yeah. Nicole Bolas. Yeah. Uh, he used to be the most powerful of the seven elder dragons, but now he's been reincarnated as a teen archery whiz. <laughs> wow. Yes. What a life. I already know what, what I'm voting for. This is like yes. sort of AU post fiction, uh-huh. you know, it's yeah. sort of a play at Nicol Bolas. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I can really see how he's going to bring his competitive spirit to oh, archery. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he, he's he's under attack by kid wizards, as you oh. can see. Yeah, as oh. you can see in the art here, there are kid wizards who I assume are on to Nicole. That's right. They, they know, know that, that she's, she's a reincarnated really a dragon. elder dragon. That's right. Because this is sort of like an alternate universe where what if he really was taken down? Right? Yeah, and so they're on to him, right? They, oh, they know that he's yeah. been reincarnated as uh, Nicole. I was yeah. really assuming that these two w- young wizards in the art here were the brothers of Nicole, who are just full of pranks. Well, no, they're no, no maybe th- maybe that's they're following her. They and hun- they're hunting her. They're hunting her. Oh, and wow! She's using her archery Dang. skills Dangerous. to hunt back. Yeah. Still PG though. Still PG. Yeah. yeah, of course, it's a show for kids. I mean, yeah. Mild violence. Yeah, just mild. Uh, and mischief, archery as they sometimes and archery say. Ooh, I love, I love a good mischief. Yeah, this so again, if you want to see Nicole Bolas or if you want to see Nicole Bowles, yeah. y- you should vote on the Twitter poll, and uh, we're very excited to see which one gets chosen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This this looks great. I'm going to pull it out for Thanksgiving for sure for yeah. the whole fam. Oh, wow. if yeah. It wins, if it wins. Exactly. Right, yeah. Hanging out after eating some turkey. Yeah. Walking, watching Nicole Bolas. Bolas. Yeah, so it seems like Maria yeah. is Team Nicole Bolas. I am. I, I am. I'm also Team Nicole. I have to say. Well, if you want to see Nicole Bowles, you better you better you better vote, you better vote you for better. it. Ooh, this last one might be my actual favorite of the new series that are coming to Netflix. Yeah, yes. this one's a little bit different. You know, it doesn't star yeah, any pl- no. reimagined planeswalkers. No, no. This is reality TV. This is yes. Which wow. 
it's is a, very exciting. I've mm-hmm. always been wanting Magic to get into the reality TV business, so this mm-hmm. is a fantastic step for the company, in yeah. my yes. opinion. So we're Come looking on. at uh, this new show called Mythic Rare. Yes. And uh, this, the description says, former Magic the Gathering Grand Prix finalists competing in, a, in an even more cutthroat competition to cook the perfect steak. Amazing. Great. Right, yeah. Really so, great. You know, Sign me up. Yeah. Some of them, you know, have a little bit of experience cooking. You know, not I'm every sure. person in Magic doesn't know how to cook. But, you know, some of them are really just, you know, bumbling idiots just fumbling yeah. around a kitchen. <laughs> wow. Harsh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when it comes to a kitchen, that's what they are. Obviously, right. they won oh, a Grand Prix. Yes. So, so I, no, I no, no, no. They were finalists. Oh, you're right. They were finalists. <laughs> they didn't necessarily no, win. No, so, I mean, some of them are, I mean, there's a some lot. Some of them came in second. I mean, there's only so, like, we need a whole yes. season's worth of episodes. So how many, yeah. I mean, really, how many are there? Who could you even pull Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not going to give away anything but who do you think might be appearing as a contestant or a judge on the show you know this what show? this wow. is one thing about the show that i yeah. think is so interesting we didn't pick pro tour winners we didn't pick mythic champions no we picked grand prix not even winners but finalists, grand prix finalists which over the history of magic are thousands upon thousands right of it could be anyone yeah nobody knows but of course you know <laughs> yes. but of course you know we chose some fan favorites oh you did oh i'm sure okay. that we did well some of the most uh, winningest grand prix players of all time mm-hmm. winningest most I'm okay. Yes. Finalist of all time. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Martin Hughes is a name who jumps to mind. Who's been a Grand Prix finalist a number of times. Also yes. a member of the Magic Pro League. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, good guess. Mm-hmm. Great guess. I think that uh, Brian David Marshall is going to be a judge. Oh, for sure. He's a noted be a food connoisseur, mm-hmm. Magic yeah. historian. Hundred percent. Yes. Wow. Yeah. He, We've been in contact. We've been in contact. Okay. I, I bet. I oh. bet. Absolutely. Right. Well, I for one cannot wait to see who has the skills to cook the perfect steak. And what is exactly the perfect steak? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're trying to achieve, you know, not medium rare and, and you know, not well done, but they're tr- trying mythic to achieve rare. that mythic rare. You know, the, yeah. per- the perfect, the perfect cooked, cooked steak. Cooked steak. You're right. Well, I would fail on this show because I order, order my steak medium well. Oh, so wow. You. I would be right off. You monster. I was going to use a bad word there. I'd be. Voted off the that, this is island. why Maria is not appearing as a judge. Yeah. They actually contacted us, and Maria said, ask, I only I eat medium well steaks. Well, yeah. so. But I mean, you know, it's the, you were very professional about it, so yeah. you have no hard feelings, of course. Okay, yeah, sure. And, yeah. And you, you signed the NDA, so that's why you can talk about it until now. That's right. Yeah, but we're very excited for mm-hmm. this one. Oh, yeah. And who's going to take home the trophy of all yeah. the people we likely don't know who yeah. they are? <laughs> yeah, you really get a lot of people's <laughs> like personal this, stories. Like this random guy who got fifth in a Grand Prix 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it could be him. <laughs> It could be. Oh, wow. Congratulations to you and the producers of all of these shows. Wow, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been these it's been an absolute great. pleasure working with Netflix, too. You know, they're, they let you have almost complete creative freedom uh, when it comes to what you want to produce. You know, we, we pitched them so many crazy ideas. I'm and, sure. And, and of course, only the best of the best got chosen well, to be yeah, produced. As we can as see. We can see. Right, but yeah, we had, we had all sorts of crazy ideas. Yeah. I just want to know one tidbit from one of these shows that you are the most excited for viewers to experience experience at home um there's a really heartfelt moment uh in uh the 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 teen spooky mystery uh, yeah. movie mm-hmm. with Leanna uh, and Sean yeah you know right right at the end of the summer I, I, I don't want to spoil anything but right at the end of the summer there's just like a really heartfelt moment that feels so real and so <coughs> physically part of the magic canon that it seemed yeah. like it had been with it for the whole time yeah, uh, yeah. between those wow. two characters you know just wow. a, a parting of ways but a joining of souls <laughs> Amazing. It's really good. I'm very <laughs> I I cannot wait to me see either. yeah, you know, I love I love me a good uh, teen mystery and a heartfelt teen mystery at that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I I'm really excited for you to see yeah. it. And um before anyone starts blasting up my Twitter with 
with yeah. this, I should yeah. I should really probably address yeah. the big elephant in the room. Uh, thank you so oh, much yeah. for being. Uh, thank you so much for being kind about it. But uh, it, it, it is true that that uh, LL and I are, are no longer together. We're uh, I'm very sorry. We're, uh, we're no longer getting married. Yes. So if, if for people uh, who weren't listening last time, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I just want to keep them today. Magic Bond expert and LL Cool J were engaged to be married. Yeah, and it didn't happen. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, if, if any of you who were listening last time uh, got us any any uh, a Nintendo Switch <laughs> gift cards uh-huh. from our registry from PlayAsia. Should I? I got yeah, you. Just please feel free to send them to me anyway. Um, oh, I, I, I need something to cheer me up. And anyway, I got you to a, a waffle iron that makes a waffle in the shape of Mario. Do you want that? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. It'll yeah. be a, it'll be a great way. Do you to, know what? Just know that in like the meantime, you're obviously working on some really amazing creative you are, projects. You you're are. Your heart you into don't that. Need LL. That's right. I'm a strong man who don't need no LL. That's right. That's right. Hundred percent. Right. Thank you. Uh huh. Wow. <clears throat> Mm. And your fans are behind you. Yes, my fans are behind me. I've gotten a lot of nice fan mail letters with lipstick kissed on it. (laughs) You know, the classic reassuring fan mail. Absolutely. Chris with perfume. (laughs) Wax wax seals with family crests. Oh, beautiful. Amazing. So, well, thank you. Those Harry Potter red letters that yell at you. Oh, yeah. A howler. Howler, yes. Yes. I've gotten all sorts of great, great fan mail that's been really reassuring in these past trying months. I'm so glad to hear it. Thank you. Well, I'm, you know, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank yeah, you so absolutely. much for sharing yes. with us. Yes. These are very exciting. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so glad We're you're excited. excited uh, I can't wait them. to see what the fans decide on the polls uh, on Twitter. And if you want to check out more Magic Von Expert, please check out my blog, uh, Magic's Von Vons. Um, again, that's my favorite treat. Yeah. And uh, yeah. if you want to check out my Twitter, it's at uh, Magic Fun Expert. Yes. Well, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we couldn't be more excited for these Netflix shows. <laughs> Pro is where the pros go who are in the know. That's right. You can get tons of sweet gear from Ultra Pro, uh, including deck boxes, sleeves, beautiful banners like this one behind us. History of Benalia. The okay. History of Benalia art. If you can't afford a great History of Benalia tattoo, think about putting that up in your house. <laughs> next Maria, best thing. do you want a History of Benalia yes, tattoo? Yes, I do. Ever since the guy on Twitter got one, I've just been jealous of it. It's so oh, good. There you go. So good. So, if you're if you're not that level of committed, you don't have to be <laughs> yeah. with Ultra Pro. You can get tons of sweet gear instead. Yeah. yeah. So Ultra can, Pro yeah. has those beautiful new Japanese planeswalker sleeves. I have them on my cards in arena, so yeah. have them in real life because they uh, make them. Yes. They've got tons of great stuff. You can find their stuff online uh, at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Use our affiliate codes so they know that you like us and order some Ultra Pro stuff, why don't you? that's the end of our show thank you so much for hanging out with us this week as with every week we couldn't do it without you that's right well technically we could make the podcast but <laughs> nobody why would we be doing for it nobody why would we <laughs> so thank you uh, because otherwise we probably wouldn't or we'd be real sad it would be so sad it would be so sad and you know what i want to say a, th- a special thank you to everybody who has listened to us from episode one this week yeah i met somebody at uh, gp dallas fort worth who is an episode one listener. Amazing. And it's always yeah. cool to meet these people special, in real life. Special shout out to everyone yeah. who's been listening from 
since the the, the old days. days. Yeah, six and a half years ago. Oh boy! Can you believe that? It's almost going to be. Se- we're coming up in seven. That's right. It'll be ready to go to second grade in the fall. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> no, Our show's going to love grade. first grade. So it's going to love first grade a lot. Uh, but yeah, thank you to everybody who's been a supporter on Patreon.com/slash/GLHF who supports yes. its sponsors, Ultra Pro and Card Kingdom, who interacts with us on social media. Uh, we love all of you and uh, super appreciate you. Uh, supporting our show through all of these years. Yeah. You know? You know, again, let us know those hot standard decks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Send us pictures of your cats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As, that's a standing <laughs> offer, please. Yes, always. 